Welcome to our character profile revisit of Tracy McDonald. This is for episode 413 of the Conversations G podcast. <laughs> I'm Gemma. I'm Michael. Hello. Um, yeah, this is this is a revisit for the first time. Was she Tracy McDonald the last time we talked about? Or was she Tracy Barlow? I don't know. She's been. This is at least the second time she's been Tracy McDonald. But I think she was probably Barlow again by the time we. Uh, we spoke about her last time, which was in episode nine of the podcast, recorded way back in October 2012. <laughs> um, and we've we've got a lot of love for Tracy, and we've talked about her a lot since then. Uh, but uh, we haven't haven't actually done the proper, you know, character profile revisit up till now. So I thought it was a good yeah. time. I don't know why that was a good time, but why not? Tracy was definitely a bit more of a wronging back when we did the this profile wasn't she she was although it's now friday afternoon or the fr- early friday evening we haven't watched today's curry yet and the last thing that we saw tracy was doing was having a massive go at emma for Allowing supposedly to yeah and I, this and I, I didn't like that i was like oh come on tracy show a bit of compassion here i mean you got it in you because like, she's still got she's still got a nasty streak but um yeah, because we see it a little less often now i suppose it, when when she does something a bit like this it it doesn't quite sit right with me. But on the whole, I am definitely still a massive Tracy fan. She's definitely one of my um, favourite long-term Corrie characters. Yeah. Which is basically what we were saying about her back in episode nine. We listened We listened to that again um, earlier in the week, didn't we? Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, and back then, she'd been in um, just shy of 1,500 episodes. And actually, I haven't even written down how many episodes she's been in now. Do you want to have a little look on, on the old iPad, see how many episodes she's been in now? Um, we talked about um, the fact that um, back then she had just um, she just told Ryan Connor that she was pregnant, and I'd completely forgotten that her and Ryan were even an item. I know she's been through so many men, but I, I mean, I remember I remember about Luke. Obviously, I remember about Steve and, and Tony and everything, but I completely forgotten that the, that her and Ryan were going out. I, I don't know whether they've mentioned it since Ryan's been coming back recent since Ryan came back recently or, or what. But anyway, so that's it why we talked about hedge, her then, though, wasn't it? It was. It was Sol, Sol Harris Ryan that she was yeah. going out with then. Um, we said that she was good at scheming. We said that there were lots of good Tracy stories. We said that we talked about the fact that she's constantly after Steve. Um, because earlier in 2012 was when she had been um, marrying Steve, but Becky had broken up the wedding by revealing that Tracy um, had, had been dishonest about Becky's miscarriage or Tracy's miscarriage, I don't know, something like that. Anyway, and um, and I, and we, and one of the things that I said, which was quite interesting, was that we didn't, I didn't think she would ever get back with Steve McDonald again, unless he has a personality transplant. Which is quite um, interesting, really, because I would say in the past five, six years since we've recorded this, well, no, eight years since we've recorded this nearly, Steve McDonald's has gone through somewhat of a personality transplant, don't you think? You definitely said that he had. I don't think I noticed it as much as you have, but you said he's become a bit more of a buffoony. He really, he really, really has. And I, I don't know when it started, but I think that kind of thinking back on when we started the podcast, a lot more viewers would have sort of easily picked Steve McDonald as their favourite character, and I don't know whether so many people would do that now. And he is—he's—he's got a bit become a bit more of a simpleton. He's become a bit more of a comic relief character, the same way that Gail has, the same way that Deirdre had. Um, 
I think he was a lot more serious back then. I know he still had a, a comic side, but I'm also you know watching him on the 1995 episodes on ITV3, and there, there's very, I would say there's very little of modern Steve in the old Steve. He was really cool back then. He was like brought in as one of the hunky teenagers. Oh. He was very, I mean, he's still, he he was very business minded, and he still is. He's got his his street cars, he's been in, in charge of the Rovers and everything, and, and you could see that he had entrepreneurial ambitions from quite an early age. And also he was a bit of a chancer back then as well, and I think he still is, and a bit, you know, um, takes risks with women that don't necessarily pay off. But generally, as an attitude, um, I would say that Steve is a lot more, um, yeah, just a bit, a bit thicker now, a little bit, you know happy to let women walk right over him and I don't know whether it was going out with Michelle that you know finally gave, let made him give up the ghost on that one now it can't it it can't be as bad as when I was with Michelle yeah maybe <laughs> but for, for whatever the reason he is obviously not only back with Tracy now but he also married her um, a year and a half or so ago um, although I did say as well back in the original character profile that I thought that maybe one day um, a new producer would come in and make a stir by axing Tracy because there was still the whole murdering Charlie Stubbs thing that she had a little bit of um, punishment for, but the early release didn't sit right with me and I thought that she was still owed a little bit of that soap justice, whereas you you didn't mind. You said that Charlie was a git, so he, he had what's coming to him, basically. Um, and yeah, he just thought that Tracy would care. continue meddling for years to come, which she has done. Although, as you um, said earlier, she has had a little bit of a um, a tone down somewhat um, since her really toxic Tracy days. Toxic Tracy. Have you um, have you found out how many episodes she's been in now? Yes, I have. And I, I also you were found tapping out around on the iPad that um, it was six years ago today that you posted pictures of us going on a tour of the Coronation Street set. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was good, wasn't it? Those are the days. Uh, So Tracy has been in 2,239 episodes as of episode. So not quite quite double as how many she'd been in, but... I don't know that one. No one asked you. No, I thought it was Alexa talking to her. Although maybe we've had more, um, sort of more than double Kate Ford than uh, we'd had... Back yes, then, I fair. guess. But uh, speaking of which, I, I did want to talk a little bit about before we we find out what Tracy's been up to since two thousand and twelve. We'll sort of scroll back a little bit because the last couple of years I've been enjoying the uh, classic episodes of Coronation Street on um, ITV three. I kind of started watching at the tail end of nineteen eighty nine. After that. it was it was when um, Alan Bradley got splattered by the tram. I kind of wanted to tune in to watch that again, and I just haven't stopped really. So I've seen the first half of the nineteen nineties now, which is when. Uh, Dawn Acton's Tracy was at her at her high point. I think Dawn Acton came in in eighty eight, so I've seen almost her whole tenure, and I've been really, really impressed by her. I've I've loved that version of Tracy. My my heart is still with Kate Ford. I have to say, just for the 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 comedy and the bitchiness that's been involved yeah, that has been brought into her. She 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 wasn't she wasn't the massive cow that she is now back then. But um, I, I've I've really got a lot of a lot of love for Dawn Acton's version of Tracy, and and I think she came across as a very believable, um, moody teenager. And I know it's a bit of a, a kind of a soap archetype, isn't it? It's a, it's a rites of passage. If you're a teenager, you've got to go through the rebellious phase. But she she 
she came across as yeah being very believable and the um the relationship that was set up between her and Deirdre and Ken and and those two had obviously split up at the time after the whole Wendy Crozier um debacle it was very believable and very understandable why young Tracy would rebel quite so much and she was um yeah very difficult for Deirdre to manage but I, I, I felt that she had a reason for it um she she just feels to me like a a real teenager rather than you know a teenage actress being told right you need to act this way because this is the kind of teenager you are you are we we want you to be a, you know a um, moody one what was it what's the Harry Enfield Kevin kind oh, of teenager God, which Kevin. is what or or, or or yeah she she felt believable and she she wasn't all done up all sexy or anything like that yeah. although there was. Um, there was a bit of a transition period in the last few years when she kind of uh, when she flew the nest and she went off to live with a with a dodgy older boyfriend and and Deirdre had to cut the apron strings Um, but yeah she she just came across as being very real to me and we're just in the middle of seeing her um, uh, ecstasy storyline so she's been um, she's been hauled up in hospital and just been told that she needs dialysis and now she's um She's on the waiting list for uh, for a kidney donor, and uh, Deirdre's tried to get the test done to see if she's a match, but she's not, and Ken's not a match either. And now Samir has stepped up to the plate and said, "Oh, Deirdre, maybe I have the test too, and I, you, know, you go to Tracy, Tracy, you can have my kidney, and we go back to Morocco." And, and okay. it looks like he's going to be a match, and and definitely, it's been weird watching this Samir stuff because if you were to have asked me a year ago how much of the Samir storyline had I watched back in back in 1994, 95, I would have said that I, I pretty much watched all of it, but I, I'm still seeing an awful lot that I I don't remember watching. But, you know, I was only 12, 13 at the time. But I absolutely, 100%, definitely remember watching Samir, sorry, spoiler alert, from 1995, getting beaten up and uh, left for dead so that his, his organs could be harvested <laughs> and transplanted oh, I mean, into space. I definitely it? watched that. Um but it, it's been nice seeing something because you you've heard you'd heard about him and you've kind of been watching bits of it as well and he's a really nice guy isn't I he? I get I I said this before on the podcast I get him confused because he's he's called he's Samir Rashid right yeah and I get him confused with the one that stole all the money and blamed Deirdre because when she went to John pri- Lindsay yeah yeah when she went to prison she was called Deirdre Rashid yes and that's probably why I got confused. Mm. But Samir so is the nicest myself. bloke. I'm glad that, that that Tracy got his kidney. That that good for nothing, <laughs> Samir. Yeah, but he's so sweet and lovely. He's like the nicest character. I know. He's like not got a bad bone in him. No. But so many of the Cory residents kind of turned against him, or or you know had um, preconceptions about him and prejudice Called, about yeah, him prejudice, because they thought that he'd come in, you know. Wanted to get a visa, come and come and leech off us. A little bit of racism in there. Yeah, but he, yeah. It, there was a really genuine pureness of him. Aww. And, and and now he's saying that Tracy can have his kidney, but mm. it's really because he just wants to cart her, uh, cart Deirdre back off to Morocco again, so they can carry on on their life there. But um, yeah. Don't sh- you dare say a bad word about that <laughs> precious boy. But um, Dawn, as I say, Dawn Acton has been um, yeah, really really great. 
Um, and we, I was watching this morning uh, while you were in bed the Kids of Coronation Street documentary on YouTube, which was made in 2004. And as well as having um, the likes of young Sam Aston in it, young George Taylor, young Sally Ann Matthews, which is a yeah. nice treat because um, I didn't know what very much about what... Um, I suppose we must have watched it back in 2004, but, you know, it didn't, wasn't significant uh, to us back then. Um, but it well, also, we, yeah, th- things have changed somewhat. So, somewhat since, since then, but then. it also had some interviews with um, Dawn Acton. Um, and this was what... I'm trying to think. I can't remember when Kate Ford started. I think it was 2002 that she um, took over the role of Tracy. So this was only a couple of years into Kate's run on the programme. And Dawn had auditioned to play oh, yes. Tracy. Yeah, or to, I didn't get it. No, and, and, and Dawn seems a little bit bitter about it. And really? When, because in, oh. in her final years, in the mid-90s, she was not in the programme very much. She'd moved away from the string, kind of started off a new life, and she'd just come back every now and again when she wanted something, really. And and it, and Dawn was saying, yeah, and, and then and then they married me off to this Robert Preston, and, and then they said, oh, well, that, that's it for Tracy now, but if you want to come back again, you can always re-audition. And, and, and oh, that made God. her think, well, do, do you not want me? Is there something wrong with me? Um, and she did, but ultimately lost out to Kate Ford, and and I, it's a shame really because I do like it when they keep the same actress, actors and actors actresses for things if they're good, which I would say Dawn Acton was, but Tracy today would be a very very different character had Kate Ford not taken over the role because she's certainly made it her own, hasn't she? Yes. Sorry, I'm distracted because the cat is clawing at the door. The cat is the clawing at the door. Do you want? Would you? Do you want to? Have you got anything else? Any, any preamble to this that you want to add while I lean over and let the cat in? Um, no, not really. Except to say that um, we're going to pick up talking about the character of Tracy from 2012, which is after we uh, did our original character profiles. So you're going to need to go back all the way to episode nine to listen to the first half of character. Uh, Tracy's character profile. We've, we've pretty much said what, what our opinions on her were. I know, but we haven't said what has actually happened to her. Quite a lot happened to Quite her. Quite a lot happened to young like, Tracy. She had a kidney transplant. Yes. Etc. Etc. Indeed. Do. And she went and listened to tapes. <laughs> yeah, that's basically that's the key key information for she Tracy. She called her mum a, a rotten cow in tart. Rotten cow in tart. Mm. Indeed. Oh, that was the other thing on this Kids of Coronation Street thing. Um, it had it had Dawn and. Um, who else was there? There was Davy Jones from the Monkeys because oh, he was yeah. in Coronation Street. And, and He's if, always in documentaries about... He loves it, doesn't he? I know, he? I know. And there's a few of them that went to revisit the set and they had a look around and they had a, they had a drink oh. with Bill Roach and then they had a reunion with Anne Kirkbride and Dawn Acton oh. and that was really, really touching, especially, obviously, now we've, we no longer have Anne with us. Yeah. Um, and they, she was like really happy to see her and hugged and everything and then she kind of got all serious and like I really really miss you oh who did Anne oh Anne no, to Dawn that's so sweet. and she's like oh we don't have you know people aren't people aren't as crazy as, as you were it, it sounded like they that Anne and they Dawn really had a really, really 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 special relationship Aww. and and it did it has come across and they they, they are like I said um, Dawn's version of Tracy seemed very very genuine and, and the relationship the chemistry between the two actresses um, really, really helped. I think it, it gave them a genuine mother-daughter sort of feel. But we we, we got it with Kate Ford and, and Anna as well. Yeah. Um, so as we were saying, um, 2012 um, was where we where we left off on our character profile. And, and that's when she was going out with Ryan Connor, which... Had you remembered that? No. Nope. Before? Uh, not at all. It's like... 
fine, whatever. Um, and she told him that she was pregnant, but it was just she was just faking it. It was just flatulence. <laughs> like on the Windsors. Um, and uh, he, he ends up. I can't remember. Does he end up ending with old? She end up. I don't think it really matters ultimately, but it did bring about um, the end of Stephen Michelle as well. So hooray! Maybe a good thing. What happened, Gemma? I'll let you talk for a little bit. What happened to Trace in 2013? Well, she divorced Steve and she moves on to Rob Donovan. Yes. Yeah, and that that was a bit of... um. I I always really like Steve and Tracy together and I feel like, they're to, to, for me, they're one of the most iconic choreo couples for me. Yeah, but, of the modern era. But I would say, if there was a great love of Tracy's life, it probably is Rob Donovan. Yeah. I really think that he's the one that would have kept her he would uh, have kept her on he would have kept her on a chain he would have yeah different they, they, um, Mark Bayless and, and Kate Ford also had a really kind of sizzling yeah they did they had great chemistry, chemistry together and, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of the guys that Tracy has been out with she's been able to walk all over yeah, and been able to get around her little finger yeah. manipulate exactly but I would say that with Rob she was happy to let him take the lead. Yeah, exactly. Be be dominated, or I don't know how that sounds a bit dodgy. But he was he was a, a real kind of man's man, and and she was happy to be the little woman at home. Yeah, basically. I'm just going to complete all your sentences. So Thanks. together, Rob um, and Tracy work at the underworld packing department, and they steal a load of material. And this is when there was that um, big rivalry and hatred between. Carla and Rob, who are brother and sister. Mm. Yeah. And really, they stole it to get back at Carla, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, then she works in telemarketing for a bit, which is like, that? no. I, I don't, I've got vivid rem- memories of that. Did she do it she, from home? She did it at home on the table, and we got, the storyline title we gave it was Call Trace, because it's like tracing a call. Back then, you said that was awful, which, looking back on it, it kind of was. But yeah, she was a, she was a telemarketer for a bathroom company or something. She was having to sell toilets over the phone, and she was useless at it. And then Deirdre kind of took over some of her shifts, and Deirdre found herself to be a, a real natural at it because she could uh, get a rapport with the customers really quickly. So that was um, yeah. I can't see Tracy really motivating herself to give two hoots whether no, you bought a toilet or not. She's not a natural frank. toilet salesman. You're no, right. <laughs> she doesn't even care if you buy flowers and she works in a florist shop. Although, saying that, she did, um, by the end of 2013, have her own kind of bric-a-brac shop, didn't she? Oh, yeah, that's right. Rob gets the bookies off Peter and turns it into Barlow's Buys, which is, like you say, the bric-a-brac shop. It was like one of these cash converters kind of stores that's like not really a charity shop, but it sells the same kind of stuff. And he and Tracy run it together, and they had... <laughs> They have like Windows ninety five. Uh, that's, that's, that's the main thing I remember. remember. They had a box of Windows ninety five <laughs> on there. But didn't they have? Um, didn't like so the cast and crew when they asked to bring yeah. in bits and bobs from their you know, their attics and whatever to fill it up. I with. don't know why. Oh, this was before they moved sets because now yeah. really the props department is enormous. I don't know how big it was before, but it's. I'm sure they could furnish a brick a brick shop from the props department without resorting mm. to yeah help. It it. It felt like it was quite a, a modern, relevant sort of shop to open up. Those, those kind of things have been springing up quite a lot over the past sort of 10 years or so. Not so much they? anymore, but around that time, there certainly were mm. quite big. Yeah, and I, I appreciated the change from the bookies because that had been a bookies since, you know, early 90s. Um, and I was getting a bit bit fed up of it, to be honest. Yeah, and I never really understand odds. Yeah, so having a, a a proper shop there, especially with 
characters that we knew. Although I mean, I suppose when Peter run the bookies, we 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 knew that. But there there was there was more reason for characters to go into um a pawn shop than there would have been going into a bookies because there's only well, going to be a certain exactly. type of character that's going to go into a into a bookies to have a bet. Yeah, exactly. Um, so two thousand and fourteen. Um, Tracy throws Rob out when she discovers that he'd been having a having off having a kiss with old Tina McIntyre, the slag. But Deirdre persuades Tracy to take Rob back because she can see that they're good together. And uh, she she was Rob was as we said perfect for keeping a tight rein on Tracy, which she's the sort of person that needs it because left to her own, she can um, run rampant, run amok. I think she's definitely infatuated with with Rob more than anyone else. She really, really was. I mean, it, we do both of us really do like Steve and Tracy together, but I know there's a lot of Coronation Street fans that that don't. Um, she she with the thing with Steve is that ever since they were teenagers together on the street, she's she's known him and she's she's had crushes that have come and gone and. And, and and sometimes they make out that Steve's always been the love of her life and sometimes not, but it, they they just kind of feel like a natural fit and it's kind of n- nice and comfortable seeing Tracy yeah. and Steve together. And, yeah. and they're not they're not perfect for each other. Rob- uh, maybe we talk a bit more about them uh, as we get to the end of this. But. Rob and Tracy are more like a, a sort of a fiery romance, kind mm. of a burn brightly and burn out kind of a yeah. thing. But sad, sadly, it was over quickly. They, they, I, I could totally see if they hadn't axed Mark Bayless from the program, Tracy and Rob could have gone on to be a real strong couple. Um, and they were looking like they were getting towards their springtime because they get engaged in April. Um, but um, during their engagement party, she sneaks off with Tony, uh, Tony Stewart, um, which was uh, Jason's dad, wasn't it? Um, to go and pick up some dodgy goods because he was trying to sell all the is you know, sell of, it through her shop. Yeah, a load of stock stuff off the back of a lorry through her shop, and I think they'd been very resistant. Especially Rob, I remember, is was very resistant yeah, to any of that kind that. of stuff. But Tracy was was like, more if you're easily commit won around. A crime, murder's the one to go for. <laughs> yeah, no, no half measures here. <laughs> so that that was as I said, that was the night that Rob <laughs> killed Tina. Yeah. Um, why did he even? Why did he even kill her? I'm trying to she remember. She was mouthing now. off, wasn't she? She was born Carla. gobby. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. <laughs> it was. Too, it was all caught up in the Peter and uh, Tina affair, and he knew about her. And uh, anyway, he he pushes Tina off the uh, the scaffolding and then bludgeons she her with a crowbar. What did you do that for? Uh, but and he... then and then he kills her in the hospital. Huh? Did he? Or am I thinking of Sunita? You're thinking of Carl killing Sunita in the hospital. I, he he didn't properly properly kill her. With oh yeah, the, he uh, did kill her. He killed her with a wrench or whatever. Yeah, but but um, she she was alive in hospital for a bit, Tina. Because I remember her lying on oh, scantily yeah, clad like, on the hospital like, bed, what, like, like Lady Gaga in the telephone video, or that character in Fifth Element. Yeah, but um, anyway, yeah. His... What? Who? Why? Why? I hated that so much. They took all their clothes off and then like just covered her, just covered her with uh, a blanket. With like, why would you do this? Ratings. Which pervert doctor? Horny, horny viewers. Get me the doctor in charge of this. Oh, Doctor Pervert. This was okay. this was as Britain's Got Talent week, and Corey is saying, "Look at the talent that we've got on here." Yeah, I know we're getting rid of her now. Display. But... <laughs> so now why did they got... get rid of sexiest star? <laughs> so now we had these two killers engaged to each other, um, Rob <laughs> and Tracy, um, and Rob both gives... beat people to death. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bludgeoning's the way to go, baby. Yeah, it's probably best that they didn't stay together because think of the the monster they would have created should they have procreated. 
Anyway, um, he gives the police the alibi that he was in bed with Tracy yeah. when uh, he was actually bopping Tina on the head. Yeah. Um, so he was safe for a little while. However, Carla, in the, over the next few months, manages to realise... Uh, I, I can't remember how, but she sees through Rob's lies and, and she realises that, no, he couldn't, he couldn't have been there with Tracy and basically it must have been Rob who killed Tina and she tells Carla this. On the wedding day of Rob and, and Tracy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, she, Tracy, I think she decides she's going to go through with the wedding anyway, um, but... Um, she, she meets they, up with him in a, in a basement, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, they, they go on the run together basement. for a bit. And, but she actually tells the police mm. where to find him and he gets arrested. Yeah. Oh, she shops tragic. her fiancé to the police. Were they mar- did they get married? I don't know. You, you seem to say that he did. I don't remember I don't being Tracy Donovan. I think, I think they might have done a runner before the wedding, you know. Um, and, and Tracy kind of felt that it was the right thing to do. I think she realised that... Um, Life on the run, which is what they would have basically had to have done, probably wasn't the best for Amy. And um, in, a, in a surprisingly good mother move, she decides to put her, her daughter's safety and welfare in front of this uh, you know, dodgy guy, although he is ultimately the love of her life, as we said. Um, so she Trace, blames Carla she, for this, the, yeah. this is the start of the feud. Yeah, whoa, the Tracy wow. and Carla feud of 2014-15-16. It started off really exciting and, and Tracy when she's got, you know, an arch rival can be really fun to watch because bitchy Tracy and uh, it's really fun and there's they've she's had some awesome lines like I remember like Tracy versus Karen, Tracy versus Becky and Tracy versus Carla at the beginning was fun too but they they just didn't know when to stop. No, it was just so boring at the end of it. It was just always them seeing each other on the street, like two dogs barking at each other. Yeah, basically. Um, so he, uh, by the end of the year, Tracy um, is having a secret relationship with Tony. Tony Stewart, remember, who we talked about earlier. Now, he was all, also dating Liz McDonald at the time. Um, and um, also, by the end of the year as well, Rob has been sentenced to 25 years in prison. So anybody thinking that this... Um, romance for the ages between Rob and Tracy is going to be um, rekindled anytime soon. No. Um, sadly, I think well, you got a bit of a wait. Coronation Street doesn't care about I know. Like and that. they did let Tracy out a little earlier than she was supposed to be. Yay. But I don't think that they could pull the if same stunt twice. And also, they can't even have him like getting out of good behaviour or anything like that because he did escape in... When did he escape? 15, 16? I can't remember. So he's, he's going to be hauled up in there for quite a while, which is a real shame because I, I would say... Mark Bayless as Rob and looking back on it was a real asset to the programme I thought it was brilliant and um, yeah Coronation Street did kind of sacrifice him I don't know why they, they did they needn't have done yeah okay 2015 the the mini underworld mini bus bus crash oh yeah Tracy was on that saw Tracy and Carla on the on the bus together sort of teetering over a cliff yes it was wasn't it Carla was at the front of the bus and Tracy comes on and and it was a real like should I rescue my mortal enemy kind of moment this is one of the things I like about Tracy she isn't all bad she's got a bit of you know goodness in her she's got a bit of a conscience doesn't always pick right (laughs) yeah basically but she did she did this time although if she hadn't it maybe would have ended the Carla and Tracy feud a bit 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 earlier (laughs) there's nothing really in it for her to let Carla die I don't think I don't mean like it maybe should be indebted to me if I save her life (laughs) she's already got Charlie Stubbs death on her conscience I don't think that even Tracy could have um, handled another one um, she also reveals to Liz that she was seeing Tony. This was on the eve of Michelle and Steve's wedding. I didn't like so Tracy and dramatic. Tony together. 
I don't get it why they were together anyway. Um, she she kind of regrets saving Carla and decides to break into her flat and kill her. <laughs> oh, I yeah. guess she thinks to herself, well, she kind of owes me her life anyway. So if I decide to kill her, it's, her is, life it, is, is, mine is it to really toy with. murder? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, she, is that how it works? She, she goes into Carla's flat one night armed with a candle made by a beautiful... Sinead. Yeah. Um, Remember and when Sinead made candles because nobody else did. <laughs> she was she was um, she was planning to clonk Carla on the head, Richard Hillman style, but um, uh, Tracy Barlow style. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mark too. Um, but yeah, she hears somebody in the toilet, uh, so she yeah. she runs out there, leaves the candle so underneath a lamp or something, something and, then, like uh, that. and then that sets the whole flat on fire. And she didn't know that Amy, her daughter, was yeah. in there she at the was time. The, she was the mystery Lou flusher. Yeah. I'm a midnight um, week. So she's a bit worried about that. Uh, but it turns out that Amy was fine and so was Carla. That, so that was a, a bit of a waste of time. I, I think lots of Corrie fans... I, I think I've got quite good memories of I that particular Britain's Got Talent week. It was very dramatic. And they, but lots of Corrie fans don't particularly like it. I did. There's a very famous uh, publicity photo, which is the one that almost always turns out if you search for pictures of Tracy of uh, Kate Ford with the... With the and a firelighter. Uh, yeah. The flame in her hand looking sexy, going, off oh, going to burn your house down. Yeah, although that, obviously that, that isn't quite how it, how it happened. No, not really. But I, I did like um, the fact that Amy was in there and that was something that hadn't been revealed to the press, or I don't know about the, the press as a whole, but viewers beforehand. So yeah. that was a... We, we knew that the Victoria Court was going to be set on fire. I think we knew it was going to be Tracy responsible, but we didn't know that she would almost be responsible for killing her own daughter as well. And it, ultimately, it, I mean, it this didn't really fire... have many consequences, but it had well, a little it bit did. of drama. This is the fire that killed Cal. Oh, yeah, it did. But having, having, Amy, having Amy in there didn't particularly come no. too much in the end. But but Maddie died as well, didn't she? Yes, the um, it spread to the garage and the garage blew up as she was running past it. I blame that Jenny Bradley. I blame the fact she ran past the cord and she shouldn't have. <laughs> now, there for a reason, Maddie. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Tracy decides to cover her back by spreading the rumour that Carla was drunk and started the fire and killed Cal. I'd believe her. And Carla gets depressed and develops a gambling addiction because that's fun, isn't it? Everybody likes Carla getting depressed and... Developing gambling addictions or uh, was this? Was this? I think this was the beginning of the downfall of Carla. Yeah, this was when Carla was boring. We we really, really, really used to love Carla. Carla was and my favourite character I, by a mile. Yeah, of yeah, of the current characters, the contemporary characters, you would always say that Carla was your favourite. Yeah. And it and it was around this time when they started piling it tragedy was, upon tragedy yeah. upon her. Addicted to gambling, addicted to booze, addicted and, to um, men. Being involved with Peter didn't help for me. Mm. I think it was the beginning of this year with the, with the minibus crash and everything that it, she just and and the rivalry with Tracy was dull. Yeah, she. I see. It's interesting because I would say that Tracy has been able to ride that one out. She's yeah. come through the other end She's because. Fine. Uh, although I was still enjoying Tracy at this stage in 2015, by by late 2015, early 2016, I would have happily, you know, got rid of both of them or at least had them on an extended break. I was so fed up of this feud, just this constant back and forth between them. Yeah, because it it was weird because I didn't care about who was on top. No, no. It's like I don't care whether it's Tracy or Carla because I like both of them. I can't, and it's not like you're kind of, you feel stuck in the middle or anything. I just genuinely, I was disengaged in Mm. it completely. It was weird. Carla had just kind of 
given up the fight, hadn't she? Yeah, when she that's always true, used to be so kind of spunky and so with it and and everything. She, she kind of let she kind of Tracy c- c- collapsed in her. So yeah. she let Tracy get to her. Yeah. And and like I said, Tracy has come through the other side of this, and she's just as good as she always was. I would say. And I know that, I that as I say, there's there's lots of Coronation Street fans that don't like. Well, Tracy. and lots of people that really love Carla too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Even though, um, Carla's still arguably, having misery piled upon yeah, her, five just years from now. different you know different ways because of her kind of kidney thing recently and a and a, and a mental collapse last year and Aiden and everything and 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 this is why you need to be careful with characters like this is why Andy Chesney. It, it is yeah, and but Gemma. I'm, I'm thinking of the likes of David as well, who's having oh, to ride through a lot at the moment if they bloody ruin the character of David Platt I will, will be, be oh, I will write a strongly worded letter to Coronation Day <laughs> and, and even Emma as well yeah be careful you've got to be really careful yeah um, so Tracy gets back t- together with Robert after Deirdre's funeral oh yeah um, I don't know why Robert I'm saying Preston. that I wrote these notes. I just haven't read them for a few days since I wrote them. Yeah, <laughs> um, so did... this is when they were on the sofa, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, Ken gets mad at... Um... Well, I think um, Ken was mad at Tracy because he'd found out from Bev, who Deirdre was staying with, that Deirdre would have come back earlier, but she was too ashamed of Tracy, and I can't remember what it was that she'd done. She's always doing something. Was it, was it something to do with her affair with Tony or something coming out? But Tracy... Deirdre couldn't face her daughter, so didn't come back. Obviously, this is the, the story that was spun when really, tragically, Anne Kirkbride had passed away in real life. Um, so Ken had a massive go at Tracy. She kind of runs off from the funeral and ends up at it on that very uncomfortable sofa in the Barlow's front <laughs> room um, with, with old flame Robert Preston, now played by Tristan Gemmell. And that was him, um, wasn't it, from then? And Robert was a returning character who hadn't been in it for years and years and years. Yeah, so Robert was... was but he wasn't played by him before. No, 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 he was played by someone else before. Another, yeah. another case of the head swaps. Um, this, this is Tracy's ex-husband. Yeah. Um, so Tracy eventually reveals to Carla that it was her who started the fire because Carla was going to chuck herself off a cliff. Yeah, that, and she's like, "You're no vicar. You're not going to survive." <laughs> yeah, who do you think you are? Billy's got God on his side. I, yeah, you don't, Carla. Oh, sorry. sorry to derate this one, That was that was kind of exciting. I just having another teacher in there over the cliff edge, yeah. but it's uh, it just gone on it, too long. Uh, that and then point. Tracy gets arrested, goes to the cells overnight, but she gets released. I don't know. Do they say, "Oh, just go." We can't be bothered with this. <laughs> You're like Teflon. Is Teflon really Tracy. A, is no, it really no a crime? Point. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't even know what crimes are, to be honest. We saw Rob again at the end of 2015. We thought that we'd seen the last of him when he was carted off to prison, but he did make a little cameo towards the He invites the Tracy year, to, to visit him in prison and says, I miss you, I miss you, but he's actually just messing with her to yeah. get revenge on her. For, for, for shopping him in. Robert finds out about this and dumps her instead of proposing to her, and then ends up in bed with Carla. Yeah, I think Robert was going to um, propose to Tracy on Christmas Day that year or something, and and I think maybe she'd found out about it, she'd found the ring or something, maybe I'm making this up, but then she was she was expecting okay, to be story. proposed to, but actually he dumped her because, yeah, he really, he'd found He's out like, about her. I'm not going to be second fiddle. to, to Rob. Um, 2016 then, Tracy was desperately trying to get Robert back because he was another bit of a, a infatuation for her. He, she does get like that with some men, doesn't she? She gets really like, obsessed. A bit, bit desperate. She, she, just, she just needs a man, does yeah. Tracy. Yeah. She needs somebody to take the bins out. 
um, and uh, so she decided. 2016. Yeah, 2016. She that's when she opened the florist, which I thought was a great move for the character. They got rid of the Barlow's boys. That only lasted what two years, maybe. Yeah, not very long. Um, I I did like it turning into a florist, and it also. Um, it was a nice callback to Tracy's original career as a florist when she worked for Maggie Redman in the early 90s. Um, so now she is the boss of Preston's Petals, which she called that to try and say to Robert, look, I still love you. I'm naming a whole shop after you. And um, and weirdly, although Robert's dead, there are still two businesses named after him. Yeah, I know. On the, on the street, which is really odd because he is not at all the sort of character that you think would have a legacy like that, but... There you go. Well, it's not called Robert's Bistro, at least, is it? But... Well, isn't it? It it does have his, didn't it? Um, no, there was Nick's. Nick, Nick had it as Nick's Bistro for a bit, I but I it was called. Don't know. I don't oh, think well, it, okay. Don't think it, but in any case, um, yeah, the, the, <laughs> still his business. Uh, and um, the 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 florists now is the only memory that anyone has of Robert on the street because he got Even he got he, died he, got, he got shot ago. at Christmas and no basically cares. nobody cares. Nobody's mentioned him. He's not had a funeral. We've not had any of his um, any other family or relatives. Literally, nobody talks about Robert anymore. See, he was tragic. so focused on continuing his legacy through his genes. He never stopped to think about what people's memories would be of him. He was too busy trying to become busy um, Manchester's greatest chef, nay, the world's greatest chef. Yeah. Um, and uh, hilariously, Tracy employs Todd to work at the, yeah. at the, at the that, florist. That was, they were great. That was a great double they act. were both so bitchy to each other. They were both bitchy. And neither of them cared about More venomous flowers. than the deadliest poison ivy. Yeah. Um, keeping it on the floral theme there. I don't think you sell they... poison ivy in a florist, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, they were thorniest than the okay, most beautiful great. of roses. All right, all right. Then. They were a really great double act. I love them those together. Two. So she tries to win Robert back, and he eventually gives in because he can. He can tell that she's not gonna go anywhere. Yeah, he, he badgers. He gets badgered into submission. Uh, does Robert? There's nothing more romantic than being badgered into submission. However, she then finds out about his night in bed with Carla after he jumped to the previous Christmas and blackmails Carla into getting Nick to sell the bistro to Robert. <laughs> and this Clever. gets really messy, doesn't it? This The ownership of the bistro. Oh, yeah. Uh, ownership of all businesses Businesses is get so Street. confusing. How many percent does this person oh, own? who cares? Um, so anyway, Robert is now in charge of the bistro. Um, and also, that was the... <laughs> during Carla and Nick's wedding, that was when Tracy was going to... Or she plans to... Um, reveal all about Carla's night with Robert anyway even yeah. though she's, she, 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 she got the bistro she's still going to go through yeah, because she had this hot gossip yeah so, so I, I um, can't hold it that's, in that's when great. Johnny got Jenny to trap uh, Tracy in the cupboard at brilliant. Underworld this was so great when that when was a brilliant brilliant couple of scenes <laughs> Jenny did there. this yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway she manages to escape because that do you remember that was also when um Tracy was worried about a kidney medicine every yeah. so often, like they once every, us. you know, three, four, five years, they remind us that Tracy okay. is on daily kidney medicine. Do you medicine. remember the Tracy's on, on kidney medication and also Amy's um, lactose, lactose intolerant? intolerant. <laughs> so if, if they need to, if they want to have Tracy trapped in somewhere for a certain amount of time, they have to, give they have to say, oh, medicine. what about my medicine? And apart from that, she lives a perfectly normal life, which is yeah, a testament to our NHS and the jolly good job that they're all doing. Let's well give them a done. round of applause, please, every Thursday at eight o'clock. Um, is it? It's also quite funny that Tracy and Carla are rivals and they both have someone else's kidney. 
Very true, very true. There's something about being a horrible bitch that makes your kidneys die. This was, was this not the wedding, Carla and Nick's, when Nick was asking Carla to tell him what colour his napkins were? And really he should know because I'm sure they discussed the theme at length. Nick was was going slightly (laughs) crazy at that point. Everyone. But anyway, so Tracy does manage to escape and wreck the wedding, which causes Amy to disown her for a little bit (laughs) until... Again, Tracy has a bit of a kidney. Oh, my kidney's hurt. Kidney, kidney ache, and she Ooh. collapses in the ginnel. And Amy realizes, "Ah, oh, you are me, ma'am, after all." Um, I don't. I haven't got any other notes. Two thousand and sixteen for Tracy. I think she maybe had a bit of a quiet second half. Of well, she's had a very busy period. Between she has. She's been jolly busy. The, as old when Trace. we spoke about her first in episode nine to to now, she's done so much. She has been a pretty major character. Two thousand and seventeen. She has a secret relationship with Luke. Now, I did. I remember that one more than I remember the Ryan. Although I couldn't remember very much about what happened with it. They they no. wanted to keep it quiet. It was another weird age gap kind of relationship. She likes, you know, she'll she'll have a man whatever age he is. Don't care. Same same with Ryan. Why also very young, because she comes. Uh, I think some certain guys like the appeal of the sexy older woman. She's but um, she's not too much older, so that it gets into you know, yeah into you know like with a uh, Erica sort of territory or um. Deirdre and Dev territory. Or Deirdre and Samir, I suppose, which is the uh, <laughs> yeah, original but, version Yeah, but Deirdre was pretty hot back back those days, wasn't she? She's still quite good. If, if you like a, um, a a curly perm. Everyone did back in those <laughs> days. And uh, big, uh, big uh, coat bottle butt glasses, yeah. They split up because Tracy doesn't want to make it official. And he then suspects her when we have the Who Pushed Ken saga... Um, thinks oh yeah, we're with into her. we're into uh, Kate that. Oates territory now. Aren't oh yeah, we? so who push can love it. it. So she goes on the run with Rob. He escapes from prison and they run off together. And yeah, she, has she... To, he, he um this is when the gym closed, wasn't it? And he was um hiding out in the abandoned That's gym right. for a bit. And then because that was a a lovely little red herring they put in, because it made just think, oh maybe maybe Rob was the one that pushed Ken maybe down. Maybe it was the him what done it. But they but go and run off to they the run off together or something, don't they? And Tracy thinks that it was Amy who pushed Ken down the stairs. So when they finally get arrested and and caught, she tells the blues that it was she that it was she uh, takes she's the, blame the one who for her pushed daughter, Ken down the stairs. The one that did it. And then Tracy gets released with a suspended sentence. And Amy gets this alibi that yeah, the, this means is... that it wasn't her that did it. And eventually it comes out that it was actually Daniel and yeah, everybody's yeah. like... That's very exciting Why did you stuff. say that, Tracy? And I, she's I, like, I liked the those, those scenes away. Well, well, my life More Kate Ford and Mark Bayless together. Mwah, fantastic. Tracy and Steve start dating again and Amy doesn't want them to get together because she thinks that they'll just... They're bad for each well, other. Well, they're bad for each other and also she can't be bothered to, to cope with all their drama. Mm-mm. Um, and also but, be stuck between the two. Yeah, because she's very smart. A- Amy, Amy is a pawn in uh, Tracy's game. She's also smarter than the two of them put together. <laughs> she is. She is with the newly dumbed down <laughs> Steve. I tell you. Although you know, Tracy's she's a smart girl, isn't she? She's cunning, but I wouldn't say she was smart. Well, yeah, maybe you're right. Although both Steve and Tracy were together on that um, top of the tree quiz show, weren't oh, they? Yeah. In a car or something in that. Wow. Um, anyway. Where's that gone? <laughs> 2018, uh, Steve and Tracy got engaged again, uh, I guess, to, to Amy's displeasure. But Tracy starts to think that Steve and Abby are having an affair. Um, and that there was, lo- I, I was, I was convinced that that was going to happen. There were lots of kind of mm. clues and hints that, that Steve and Abby were going to be getting together, but there was just a bit, was there a kiss on a bench or something? Does she kiss him and he... Don't kiss people on the bench, it's dirty. Um, so 
Tracy, because she thinks that Abby has, uh, is having an office to do, she sabotages the car that Abby's working in. Oh, and that's yeah. the one, that's Michelle's car. And that was all then Oops. involved in the Ronan drama. And, and then like Abby that. gets in trouble. So another possible death her. on Tracy's conscience there. I nah. think she's got over that. I mean, if, if Dr. Ali... Dr. Ali actually did kill him. Yeah. And, and he's fine about it. So I'm sure Tracy's not holding any kind of lingering regrets or, or anything. So uh, anyway, Steve and Tracy do get married um, oh, yeah. punching Steve in the middle of the first dance because um, she's... She wrote him a thing, so he gets a free pass for a spa, but he read it wrong, like he gets a free pass for a shag and then he goes off and sleeps with Leanne. Yes, and um, I think Tracy didn't go into this wedding realising that. I think... I didn't Leanne whisper something to Tracy... About, oh, it was because it was because Tracy had picked some awful page boy outfit for Oliver. Oh, wasn't they had it? an argument about it, didn't they? And, and, oh, and, God. and Leanne was having a had a had a, a, a bitchy thing. whisper to Tracy about that, but then Tracy yeah. thought it was to do. She got confused. Yeah, it was misunderstanding. Oh no, no, no Tracy whispered. Uh, anyway, there were misunderstandings, and basically, it turns out that Tracy discovers about Steve's um, night of passion with Leanne. Um, I wish I could remember so, these things better. It's like I've so got this had a big mist punch. in my head. There's a, there's an awful lot of Coronation Street to cram into that little brain yeah. of They go to a honey on honeymoon to Morocco together, I guess, because her kidney missed it. Oh, they they did have some lines about that, didn't they? Didn't she say something about she? my my Moroccan kidneys homesick or something <laughs> like that? But she leaves him in the desert to make his own way back, which is implausibly hilarious. Implausible, yes, that's that's yeah. the word. <laughs> You were doing this. Was I doing 2018? Sorry, I just, yeah. Well, anyway, um, she 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 realizes when she gets back that um, that the car that she sabotaged was partially responsible for her own death. So she steals the laptop from the garage to try and um, cover up the fact that she 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 done it. She, yeah. And wasn't I can't remember. Didn't didn't she wasn't Abby going to turn herself in and then Tracy stops her or something like that? There was a really nice friendship building up between Abby and Tracy yeah, that's kind of gone. gone now. And I think that those two actresses really did have a good, uh, good spark. They off did, of each other. and they were really, they're really um, fun too because you yeah. really can't predict what they both do. very unpredictable characters. Yeah. Mm. And we've we've seen Tracy um, make friends with the likes of Mary, with Beth, Beth. Uh, a Todd, of course. Her and Beth were best, were best friends supposedly, but yeah, that was just a bit of a, a weird friendship. Well, that was because she moved in. Steve moved Beth in to the house mm. when he couldn't get Tracy to move out. Mm. It it felt it sometimes feels a bit to me that Tracy and Beth were a bit forced friendship yeah, together and and you know when when Beth needs somebody to talk to she'll go over to the florist and go hi babe. It feels a bit it's like cool. two people that were friends from school and now they've got nothing in common yeah. but they're still friends. Yeah, whereas Tracy and Abby even though they you know, only just struck something up. It it did feel like that worked really, really yeah. well. And I think I've seen interviews with Kate and, and Sally Carmen both saying that they'd like to more, have please. More, more together. And I concur with that. Yeah. In 2019, this is when Tracy finds out Amy's pregnant. She pressures her into having an abortion, but she doesn't want to. So then Steve and Tracy decide to raise this baby as their own and pretend it's not Amy's. But Amy feels neglected and has an abortion anyway ungrateful child and there was that storyline over in five minutes never speak of it again um she steps in to drive taxis uh for a bit because steve loses his license and that was he, a story that did he beat Je- james or michael no didn't he lose his license because he did that unlicensed pickup oh yeah and then he nearly got beaten up himself 
Yeah, but he, he but then he, he did go after James yeah, Bailey with, a, with, a, with a, a baseball bat as well. So that was a weird. That that, <laughs> that was felt like a story that was kind of happening off screen, or the, yeah, I know. the, the, the Weatherfield women taking over streetcars. Yeah, and then but they we didn't get to see any anymore. of it. We saw Tracy driving a taxi a couple of scenes. And then, so then, then every so often they go, "Oh, I've had to drive the taxi today." Yeah, it's like, and now well, it's now it's gone back to normal. Show don't tell. Yeah. Um, then she has a one night stand with Paula after feeling rejected by Steve. Another, it's like, I guess it's like 2019 didn't ever happen. That that whole thing with the <laughs> affair, I, I don't the know. The pregnancy, the taxi driving, the the lesbian affair. We get to 2020 and Coronation Street, no, like, just, don't talk about it. Just forget that. Because that, that was the big New Year's um, drama, wasn't it, this yeah. year? That tr- Tracy, seemingly out of nowhere, seems to think that she's being neglected by Steve. And that, that for me, was never given enough build-up for me no. to sympathise with Tracy about it. No. So she decides to, to have to get drunk and have a you know, one-night stand with Paula because apparently when she was in prison, she... She dabbled with lesbianism. Yeah, oh, they, they really... Did a number on, I really on Tracy's feel like character in the past six months. Character assassination. But, but as you say, it's kind of almost been forgotten about now. Yeah, we all pretend it didn't happen because uh, uh, apart from apart from changing the sexuality of a well-established character, which I, I think is a bit underhanded um, and problematic, mm. uh, it also changed Paula's personality because I don't think Paula is the sort of person who would have an affair with a married person. No. Especially knowing what she knows about divorce law and things. If if tra- if Steve, because are they married? They are married, yeah. aren't they? If Steve decided to, to um, divorce Tracy, he could name Paula in the in the proceedings as mm. one of the reasons why. Yeah. And I don't think any either of them would particularly want that to happen. Yeah, and Paula's just you know gone completely fallen off the, the edge of the map since then as well, hasn't she? Yeah. She was in it for this big bang at the beginning of the year and we haven't, <laughs> we haven't seen her since. Um, and obviously Sterling Gallagher's now got a job. What, what's she, is she Holby now? Or something uh, like that? She, she recently was cast in something else, so no reason for us to see her for a little bit. And especially with Brooke um, off on maternity leave, we, we're not going to need to, we don't need Paula on the show. We've already got two other lawyers. Uh, I, what, I, I still think we might see her again, and if we do, I oh, just, yeah, I would like I just to. don't, I don't want this to be mentioned. Don't talk about it. Don't, don't revisit it. I want to see a bit of stability with Stephen Tracy. I'd, I'd like them to stay the course now, and uh, they're no Jack and Vera, they're no Stan and Hilda, but they've got so much history that. I'd really appreciate just trying to keep them together. I mean, I want to just keep any married couple no, together on Coronation Street because they're so so bad at at the moment keeping married couples, you know, out of the beds of someone else. And it's just yeah, they either get divorced after a few years, or as in the case with Sally and Tim, or and Kirk and Beth, it turns out that they weren't even legally married. It's bizarre. <laughs> so. I say, let's keep Steve I guess and Tracy together. The only way that they can really maintain harmony in a marriage on Coronation Street is to do what they're doing with Jenny and Johnny and just never have them in a scene <laughs> together. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're right. Um, so, we, yeah, the the, the only the, the main problem I I have with those two together is it it's just um, perpetuating Steve's goofiness. Um, yeah, it's infantilizing Steve. He's you know been. Not, I mean, he was literally dragged by the ear by Michelle at one time, but I'd, I'd really love to see a return to the slightly more sensible, grown-up, savvy Steve that we had 10 years ago when he was still funny, but he was a lot cooler, 
Um, I don't mind control. it how it is. I, I kind of like um, Steve being a goofball, and I think that it works really well. That's why I like Tracy and Steve together because her bitchy coldness and his kind of warm-hearted lovability doofiness mm. definitely go together and um that's one of the reasons why jack and vera was so popular because she was always on at him for something and he was always trying to get away from her and it feels as though if they want to ever emulate that definitely to me it's more fun to have that with steve and tracy although i guess people would argue tim and tally also have that role although yeah. where the hell have they been they've not been in it they've, they've barely been in it with, with with Jack and Vera though, sometimes you, you could see that Jack would sometimes um, get one over her as well, and sometimes Vera would, you know, go off and do something stupid, or or you know when she when she was sort of bleating on about being married to not married, uh, being related to the queen. the queen, and and Jack would be like, no, don't be such an idiot, of course you're not. Whereas it seems a bit more one sided with Tracy and Steve, and and she's the the trouser wearer. But I, I I will accept it to keep them together, and and now they're they're moved into number one together, haven't they? Yes, that's right. Because they're, that's, that was the story for this year. Really, the only thing they've done is fighting with Peter, who gets number one. Which now also that Ken's moved off to Shady Brooks. Or I whatever. still I'm still not. Do you remember when they had the sealed bidding, and Peter gives a little wink to Carla yeah. when Tracy opens the envelope and it turns or it turns out that Tracy's won. And it's like Peter had some secret plan there. And I don't know whether we ever knew what his secret plan was. Well, Carla was. and Peter both had a plan, didn't they? And and I don't really know what. Because, yeah. Because Carla didn't want to live there. And Peter Pe- just didn't Peter, want... Peter did. Peter did, but he wanted more for... Simon. No, no, no. He wanted more that Ken wasn't going to be... Tech got won over by mm. Tracy. Well, to be honest, I I think that Tracy more than deserves to, to live in that house because she spent... An awful lot of her childhood uh, living at number one, and it, it does feel it's right to me that she's still there. To, to they, they do need to redecorate, like I said in last week's podcast. It doesn't look right just keeping the same <laughs> or horrible, just put random, horrible random pictures canvases up. That um, yeah, I I would very much like to see the the the, the Barlow legacy continue there. Um, although I suppose it's a it's McDonald at the moment, isn't it? But you know, maybe maybe Amy will inherit it one day and continue forever yeah um anything else that you want to talk about about tracy i don't know we've spoken a lot about Some about the, lots of things yeah I've, I've, I've written down a few discussion points here. I, we've I, kind of covered a lot of them as we've as we've gone it would be cool if she if she, if she the thing is before robert died i really wanted her to rename the florists but now he's dead it would feel really disrespectful for her to be like, it's time for a change. Well, they did this with the with the salon because when um when Alma was dying, she asked Audrey. I think she asked Audrey, "Can you name the salon Almas?" And it was called Almas for a bit, for like a year or two, and then it just kind of changed back to Audrey's again. What bitch! <laughs> I know. But they... she's like, well, she's definitely not haunting me, mm. so I'm safe. <laughs> so it. it... The, the longer they leave it, the weirder it'll be that it's still called Preston's Petals. And to be honest, if I was Steve and my wife was working somewhere... <laughs> I know. ...named after one of her... Well, her ex-husband. Her dead... Her late husband. I'd be... Can, can you and change it And it was only it called now, that please? because she wanted to get back in his pants. Yeah. Can and you... then I know she'd say, oh, it's a brand, but... It isn't, is it? Not, nobody ca- nobody not cares. Really. Like it's a florist is like a baker's or like a shop. Whichever's yeah, no, nearest to you is the one you go to. And you, yeah, you don't pick them by the name, do you? 
No, no. Oh, Preston's Pat was such a catchy name. Mm. Oh, I wonder if it's named after Preston from Big Brother. <laughs> um, so would you, um, are you... Are you happy with the um, uh, toned-down Tracy now? Yeah, I really like Tracy. Um, Is it I, a... I am waiting for her to do something more evil. I don't think it she feels will like... anymore. I, I do. I, it feels like when, you know, if they want to make a big stir, if they want to do something shocking or if they want to shake up Tracy has certainly got it in her to do something terrible again yeah I don't I don't know whether she'll ever top I mean what what is the worst thing that she's done is it killing Charlie Stubbs I think murder's pretty bad isn't it yeah (laughs) but she she can be so scheming so manipulative but I I do like the the warmer side that they've given her but just, it'd feel a shame if we... Because I, I, I do love the, the scheming side so much. Yeah, and the you can't side round and... her rough edges off because this is what happens to Coronation Street. It feels like... Oh, it's like, a, it's like a beach and the waves get rid of all the edges of the stones. But really, you don't want everyone to be a pebble, do you? You want a few big rocks in there mm, with mm. the sharp edges. And, and I, I wanted to stay. I said in the last character profile that we did of her, I, I think that some producer might come in and say, well, I'm going to get rid of Tracy, but it feels like the days of new producers coming in and having a massive axing seem to have gone now. I mean, Kate Oates didn't do it. Um, Ian McLeod didn't do it. It, it feels like they, they it let feels people like go if they need to and then they bring do. new people in. But, but to be fair, no, Ian McLeod didn't have to um he doesn't he didn't have they to ax anybody yeah we, we did have that um <laughs> exodus yeah, that rush of, of exits last year um but i think i think Corey would be quite foolish to get rid of tracy although maybe kate ford would decide one day that she wants to fly the nest and try something else because i mean that this is what's happened to steve's wives isn't it um yeah. saran jones kate um uh, karen mcdonald went off to big things um, she was the tardis she has been the TARDIS, among She other. is the TARDIS. Uh, with Catherine Kelly, um, Becky's gone off and, and been big, so I don't know whether Kate Ford's going to say, well, maybe I can have some of that. I, I, I know it doesn't I quite work like that, you know, being married to Steve McDonald doesn't automatically guarantee it's you a BAFTA like, in, no. in the future. <laughs> they call but him the BAFTA maker. I think it'd be a real shame to see the back of Tracy. I, I, I want no, her to I stay. I really, really want her to stay. And I absolutely could not accept a... Uh, a, car- a a head swap for her. No. Even if she goes away for a bit and comes, she she has made that role her own so much, and and I can still you know watch Dawn Acton playing her. Obviously, Dawn Acton wasn't the first Tracy as well, but no. the, the ones before then were very much just when she was a little kid and she didn't have very much to do. Um, it. I, I don't think anybody could play Tracy in the same way that Kate Ford does. I think that they. She's so she's so nuanced her performance. Yeah. Um, she, so she other can, people could come in and say I'm going to be a bitch, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be how a bitch. It wouldn't be Tracy. She can play Tracy as a caricature character, but also as a real, mm. you know, three dimensional person, which is difficult to pull off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, also, obviously, she has got a new cat now as well. Well, I mean, so she's not going to leave now. That, she? Another reason mm-hmm. why they cannot possibly get rid of Tracy. Yeah. I mean, although she... Uh, have they? I mean, she said a few weeks ago or a month ago that she, she was maybe allergic to Sylvester, so they're getting rid of her. But I think we might have seen him once since then. But I, I do feel that he's going to go the same way as literally every other cat on Coronation Street, Just apart from uh, Sunny Jim. Knuckles. Um, hmm? No, I'm just saying that all cats. cats on Coronation Street, apart from Minnie Coldwell's cat, uh, Bobby, um, just literally been 
retired and relegated to the background after a couple of scenes. So maybe it'll cats be are more difficult to wrangle. Yeah, um, I found they got themselves to blame. I found a couple of quotes from Kate Ford just to finish this off, um, which have been uh, you know, given in the intervening when was years. When from? Um, I don't know when this is from. This because is... she says something specific about what time period this is. So Let, let's read it. I can't remember. This is in an interview from the Sun that she did at some point in the last eight years. Brilliant information. I always try. I know number one podcast for chronology information i always try to find reasons for what tracy does those small moments that explain why she's done something even if that looks cruel otherwise when she does terrible things i'm just playing the bad guy and it's boring see this is what tells me that kate ford really gets cares. the character and cares about she the also character. understands that which is irritating that some people don't even the behind the scenes people that it doesn't matter what who, which character you're talking about they have to have motivation for doing something, even if mm. it's a background character. This is why Rick Nealon was a so much more interesting character than whatever that stupid deputy headmaster that was going on at, at Brian was, because we know why Rick Nealon was doing what he was doing. Mm. And and that motivation really counts, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. And, and this is another reason why I wouldn't want to have her recast if Kate Ford did decide to leave, because the, the, the last you know, 18 years worth of, history and character and motivation and everything that Kate Ford has absorbed, I just don't think somebody else would be able to, to pick up. Okay. Although, you know, actors I'm are sure supposedly actors are quite supposed to be able to do that. Really. Yeah. Um, she also said, now this was when, this was interesting because this was talking about the, um, the, the feud uh, storyline oh, okay. with Carla and, and, and Kate said um, Tracy was harder to play for me last year this is during the feud because she was becoming a bit one dimensional but this year she's back on track the stories are making her a bit more human again and I like the fact that she doesn't have a female arch enemy at the moment for a while the script writers would have Tracy fight with someone then they'd leave and then they'd give her another arch enemy it got a bit old Ooh, that's a bit pointed isn't it it is uh, I, I see she, I she can only... be really fun when she's got an enemy but I'm yeah. perfectly happy for her not to I have I think they feel the a moment. bit safer to say a bit a bit um, negative things once the producer that was in charge of those stories <laughs> has left do you know what I mean true true I don't think anyone would be saying anything specific now about the last year or so or no. so and let's, wait, let's wait for uh, for Ian to, <laughs> to, to move on to past his new um Rebecca, um, our listener, did a, who, who knew we were going to be talking about Tracy today, wrote in and just said a little bit about her. She said that she's one of her favourite female characters. I love it when somebody brings up her killing Charlie Stubbs. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. We haven't mentioned this, have we? They do like to... Sometimes she'll drop it in, like... It's become a bit people. of a joke. Yeah, it is a joke. It is a joke. And I don't think it was quite so much back then because I think another one of the things that I said on the last character profile is that they seem to have kind of forgotten that she killed Charlie Stubbs. They kind of swept it under the, the carpet a bit and kind of, can we just get on and pretend it didn't happen? But now, you know, every you know six months or so, either Tracy will drop it in or somebody will. And it it is a bit silly that it's made into a joke, but I do just laugh every time. Yeah, yeah, I know. I do as well. It, you have to go. It's with one the of flow these suspension of disbelief. Yeah, really. It, it it's kind of almost like Tracy knows she's a character, and she's like, "Do you know that the one time they made me kill Charlie Stubbs?" Yeah, <laughs> like literally nobody cares. I mean, no. she she did have that thing with um. She had a bit of a feud again with Yasmin for a while, didn't she? After the Victoria caught fire, and Yasmin was determined oh, yes. to see oh, Tracy yes. uh, put to justice for killing Cal. And yeah, and, that's and... right. She was really gunning for her, wasn't she? Because yeah. she was investigating and finding out that that yeah. But but now, although people are you know wary of Tracy, nobody really really seems bothered. That nobody somebody thinks she's gonna who murdered 
Yeah, no. Her ex-boyfriend, or her boyfriend at the time, is just walking free. Yeah, they're, they're, they're more worried about her um, making a bitchy comment than her murdering them in their beds, yeah, which yeah. Um, she's probably just as likely to do, really. Uh, Rebecca also said that she liked her marriage to Steve and think they could be a classic curry couple if they're given time to stay together. Also like her friendship with Mary and running the flower shop. Oh, yeah, we didn't say about Mary taking over from Todd yeah. in the florist. So they're a good duo, those two, really fun to watch because obviously Mary has her flights of fancy and Tracy just kind of rolls her eyes and yeah she's, she's, she's an kind idiot. of a straight man in there that yeah comes over she, she can kind of make fun of Mary and have a bitchy comment about Mary and sometimes uh, Mary notices and sometimes she doesn't depending on what the yeah. jokes I I, I did prefer Tracy with Todd together but oh, Tracy gosh, and Mary Todd was glorious. Are quite fun as well yeah Right, so there we go. That is our revisited Tracy Barlow character profile. Who knows, maybe in eight years' time. We'll be back for more. We'll be back for more because, um, as as far as I'm concerned, as I say, Tracy can stay in the programme for as long as she wants. She wants. (laughs) Or even longer than she wants. Yeah, we'll make her. We'll make (laughs) her stay. (laughs) So, thank you very much for listening to this um, bonus episode character profile of Tracy. Find us on Twitter at Conversations True. You can find us on Patreon. Email us. Email us conversationstreet at gmail.com. Like our website, conversationstreet.podbean.com. And we'll be back next time with more Coronation Street goodness. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Ta-ra. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com.